0: This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jeff Terrell.
2: And I'm Alex Bernstein, a.k.a. Steez, and this is 76ers Gaming Club Podcast.
1: So today we got a special guest, Breadwinner LA, Christopher Lafinette. Uh We're excited to have you on out here.
0: Appreciate it.
1: <laughs> most definitely most definitely uh, for everybody that's tuning in, we're also gonna be posting the pod on Tuesdays for you guys to listen to it live. Uh, the links will be posted on Twitter so definitely be ready for those. If you guys have any questions, go ahead and start typing those in the chat and we'll uh, get to them when we when we see them.
2: Yeah so we got a uh, bread breadwinner breadwinner LA all those names usually what we'll be calling you um Wow. First time we, everybody gets to see what you're actually like off the stage. Right. Anything you want to start off with? Nah. <laughs> Ask me anything. Ask you I, anything. Yeah, that'll be a lot of the chat. That'll be you guys. If you guys have any questions, we'll we'll definitely get to those. Um, I guess I'll start off with my first experience with bread. Um, one of the first things I remember once we drafted you. Do you remember our first phone call? Yeah, I remember. What I tell you? I don't remember. Tell okay. me. <laughs> I remember, well, this is how it first went down. We had our interview with you, and right. What did I tell I, you? I think I just told you recently what you told us, and that and it was pretty funny. Tell the chat what I told you. All right. So at the time, you thought you were a top ten pick, and, and so did we. We we thought we thought you were definitely a top ten. I was actually a top five. And we had we had the the nineteenth pick in the draft for season two, and you know you, your name started dropping more and more. And I remember Jeff and I texted each other because Jeff was in New York, I was at the dra- or Jeff was in Philly, I was at the draft, and he was like breadwinner and I was like, chill. Like we're only on the 12th pick. Like we still have a couple more before he gets to us. And then once you dropped to us, it was like automatic. We knew. Um, and I remember he, I got your phone number and I called you and you, you actually from like, what's different is what you've told your kind of story about it. Like how you were nervous about coming or you weren't sure you sounded like really excited on the phone when you talked to me from, from my experience, I remember you were telling me like, bro, I don't see us losing. Like, you know, we have this, this, and this, we have so many pieces. And I remember I told you, I was like, bro, I promise you, like, you know, you do what you need to do. And we're going to win so much money. It's going to be stupid. Um, and then obviously, you know, you you came to, you came to Philly and we started doing our scrims. And I remember those first weeks were just like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) what did we bring to 76ers GC? Because like, you just were so fired up every single day of practice. Every day. Didn't want to lose. Like if one play went wrong, it was like the end of the world. Yeah. But like, we started to understand it. Like you, you know, you hold the bar high for our team. And so do we, like we, you know, we don't like messing up. We like winning games. Um, and then once you really started to figure it out, like what your role was, that's when things got better, but. Um
0: yeah, I think coming in uh, coming into season one, of course we had like a lot of great players mm-hmm. and Ethan was a great PG and he was more of ISO. And, and, you know, he's a scorer. And I came from playing with Ant Don't Lose, which is a passer. Mm-hmm. So I was used to getting the ball whenever I wanted to and being able to make more plays rather than playing my position and sitting in the corner mm-hmm. and shooting. Yeah. So, it it just took time. And now, of course, me and Ethan, we have an understanding. So, it's not it's not the same as last year.
2: I think, you, yeah, I, th- I think you fell in, like, really good to, like, your role. Um, I think that if you didn't, like, if you weren't willing to, like, adjust and, like, I don't want to say drop your role more, but, like, figure out what your job was for our team. Like, who knows what route we would have went last year. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we don't definitely. know how our season it went, went. It could have went bad yeah, last year. Yeah, you were, like, pivotal to, like, making – obviously that run for us like we put you on the floor and you obviously tore it
1: up but yeah you did great and then for me like I remember our first time talking on draft night how excited uh we never caught in a draft pick that fast um once we saw you didn't uh get picked the pick before us I mean it was immediate and um it was huge for our organization for for our team and definitely for for like the future of us like we got a guy we got a steal at 19 and uh I don't know if that was because uh you know, people were a little bit nervous uh, to take a chance on you, or what do you or, What do you think it was? Yeah, like, what, what uh, you, I definitely
0: declined a lot of interviews. So um, out of the top ten teams, I probably declined or didn't respond to uh, at least eight of them. So everybody thought I was going top ten just off my name in the mock drafts. I was number one on every mock draft into the last one, and I think Rhea was number one on the last one. And I I dropped it like the Raptors, which I don't pick I don't remember what pick they had, but it was like after the top ten. Mm-hmm. So uh the person who picked me on the mock draft, they knew that I was I wasn't I was I didn't want to go to certain team because I didn't I didn't want to go on the West Coast and I still don't want to go on the West Coast. <laughs> and there was certain teams that I just didn't want to go to for uh for personal reasons. And I knew I wasn't going top ten. It was one team that that had a chance to pick me top ten and they told me they was gonna pick me top ten, but they didn't. So after they didn't pick me, uh, I, I was actually, I was at the mall and I was shopping and I was about to go eat and stuff when the draft was happening. So I was waiting for that pick to come up. So after that pick came up and they picked who they picked, I just turned it off. Because I just, I, just I, I I figured I was going to go to somebody else and I I didn't think it was going to be the Sixers, but I knew who was going to get me if I dropped to a certain pick. So I already had my mindset on I was going there. And I figured he would text me after he picked me and then. You know what I mean? We we'll go from there. And then when uh, when Jeff first called, of course, I declined it. Called again, I declined it. And then he called three times. I was like, well, this got to be important at this point, right? <laughs> so then I answered. And then he was like, this is Jeff Terrell from 7 Gaming." And, I mean, of course, I was nervous. But I knew y'all was a good team. And I knew uh, I could fit in.
1: Definitely. And I think you getting in the market. Like, I remember you getting in the market and us talking about stuff. And I remember that first night with – it was our first night we were at the Franklin because uh, the team house wasn't ready. And I remember you texting me, it was kind of late at night and you're like, are you up? And I was like, well, I mean, I am now. Yeah. And uh, I remember we talked from probably about midnight till six
0: in the morning, seven in the morning. It was a long, long time. <laughs> I remember Scready came up there later. Yeah, It was like probably like four, Scready yeah. came up there, but we had been up there for like four or five hours because I, I wasn't used to not being away from my kids. So. I stayed up, like, and I'm I'm a heavy overthinker. I still stay up a lot, but I try to, like, dim it down now because I don't want to be tired in scrims, and I don't want to be tired when we have to do activities. But I can stay up all day. I can stay up, and I can take a nap, and I'll be good. Definitely. Just especially when I'm away from home.
2: Yeah, I think that's, like, we've talked in the past episodes about, like, sacrificing and everything you got to do to be away from your family. And that's exactly, like, why, like, you're perfect for, like, you know, this podcast, and you're a good representation of, like, what you have to be willing to risk to like be in this league, um, and so like that's when you say like personal reasons why you don't want to be on certain teams or whatever why you don't want to be on West Coast. It's right. like it's not all yeah, bad. Yeah, it was, like, it was part definitely it, more know, to it. Yeah, players,
0: like, you know what I mean. I d- might not have fit. fit uh, I I just I just thought of it to where I I had three teams on my mind that I would wanted to go to. I felt like the players would fit me. The uh, where I was going would fit me. I didn't want to go too far away from home. You know what I mean? It was just a lot of stuff. I, th- I thought of everything. So I knew as soon as I got into the first wave, you know, when you get into the first wave, you had a second wave. And after you do the second wave, that's it. You got interviews from there. So a lot of teams would send me uh, interviews, and they would send me requests, and sometimes I didn't respond. Or sometimes if I if I knew the coach personally, I would message them and tell them, like, you know what I mean, this is why I don't want to come. Or you know what I mean? Certain, and then some teams I just didn't respond to, just because I knew I would get picked, and and uh, I figured, and it wasn't to where I was trying to drop to the best team available. Like I didn't want to drop to a contender, just so you know what I mean. I could tank, and we can get a, a soup team together. It wasn't that. I, I I always put my family first, and I think about my I think about my daughters before I think about myself. So I didn't want to go too far away from home, mind you. My daughters live in Virginia. Yeah philly is three hours away yeah and that's and that's something that's
1: like since you've been here and stuff it's always good that i mean you're an hour hour away to exactly. fly home and, and stuff like that so i know that's huge uh chat just just so y'all know in case you missed it just want to reiterate if you guys have any questions for any of us uh go ahead and type in type in the chat and let us know uh cash just said christopher uh,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> boy Cass. i don't know what my mother was thinking
2: <laughs> <laughs> so going back with like uh obviously your kids like You've said that one of them like understands completely like what you do. Yeah, Millie uh, is. Yeah, and And uh, but like, how do they feel about you? Like you being in esports, or like you know, do they you know flaunt you off to other people, telling them that their dad you know is in esports, plays video games? For nah, my internet. daughters don't care. So <laughs> I'm at, when
0: I'm at home, I'm not no gamer. Yeah. When I'm at home, I don't usually play the game. If I do play the game, it would be like playing COD and no, stuff like you. that. Yeah. But uh, and then when when I was doing the combine. It, I was usually playing the late night window, so they'd be sleep. But they don't, they don't care. When I'm at home, I'm, I'm, I'm not that yeah. guy. You're, de- so you're dedicated it's a, to them. It's a different, it's a different type of feeling. We don't, we don't, we don't do that. We used yeah. to watch TV. Are we outside? Are we doing something? You know what I mean? Together. Yeah. Usually, when Izzy was younger, Izzy would sit there and watch me play the game. But as she got older, you know, she want to play with all this other stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you, Do you think that like? your whole journey just like throughout your whole life you've you told me and you know the chat doesn't really know so maybe you could like touch on everywhere you've been but like this league has brought you now to philly and new jersey like around this area new york like you've been all over the the nation pretty much um like what what is that like for you just moving around all the time always always you know never staying stagnant like you're always on the move somewhere like
0: well if you know me personally you know i don't go nowhere you know what i mean i'm a homebody i don't really like i don't I could live my life in the same city for the rest of my life, and I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like I would love to travel, but it's not like a necessity. Yeah. Or I like I'm not really a people person, so <laughs> traveling is fine. You know what I mean? For the league, and of course, it's my job to travel, but I could care less. I could care less about things that other people care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, travel, I love traveling. I love that the league is letting us see places we've never been before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because before the league, I had only been – I had just came from Atlanta, and I had uh, been to, like, Texas, which I'm from Louisiana. If you've been to Texas, it's like Louisiana. You know what I mean? You right there. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, and Virginia. So, you know what I mean? That's And that, that's not much. Yeah. So, then we – you know what I mean? I had never been to Florida before we went to Florida, and I had never been to Vegas before we went to Vegas. Yeah. So, it was nice.
2: Yeah, Vegas, that, that, like, that meant a lot to me, too, because my family's on the West Coast, so they finally got the opportunity to see me play um, – but, like, family is such a big thing for us here, obviously, and, yeah, and, and yeah. you know that. And that's why you always fit in really well with us. Um, you know, we've always had the mentality, like, you know, your daughters are a part of my family now. It's, like, Radiant's kids, same thing, Jeff's kids. Like, right. you know, we play, we're playing for everybody. So, it's, like, um, when you go back to especially, like, the finals or the semifinals of last year and, like, the passion that people see – they might not call it passion obviously like some of them you know they think it's toxic and whatever names they want to call it but it's like i know playing next to you and there was reasons why especially during that finals how oh yeah you, how you were like that i never said i never said a damn word to you because i like i, I knew what all that meant and i know like Man. the passion that you bring and, and what this is all for right um, yeah
0: That i mean at the end of the day, first conversation me and jeff had in person rather than on the phone because we talked a lot on the phone before i got here but when we first got in the car First thing I told him was we we can win all of them. We can literally win every tournament. Like we have the team to win it. And I don't think he knew what type of play, like person I was before I came. Like he knew of course I was passionate because it went around. You know what I mean? If you play with me, you know I, I want to win. I don't want to lose. I never want to lose. I hate losing. And like, I, it's going to be the same thing, especially when it's money on the line. I don't care if it's free, it's whatever. You know what I mean? I just hate losing. I hate losing that stuff I'm good at. If I'm not good at it, it doesn't bother me to lose at all. You know what I mean? If yeah. that makes sense? Definitely. If I'm playing something that I am that I don't play, or I'm not good at, I don't mind losing. But if I want to get better at something, and, and of course if it's my job and this is how I'm going to feed my family for these next six months, I'm going to take it very serious. And in them finals, you know, I was thinking about your family. His kids, his family, his wife, Radiance, daughter, you know, everybody. And of course I'm thinking about myself and my man, my girls at the same time. And then I'm also thinking about losing. I don't want to lose to nobody. Yeah. And I especially don't want to lose to one of my guys. Yeah. Bear the beast. You know what I mean? I know I'm never gonna hear the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> so I took that I took that shit real serious.
1: And and just touching on that, like, for for both of you, like from my aspect, I know how it affected me and like how how I responded, like what do you expect out of us, like, going into this year? Season three, like, we were three out of four finals last year. Um, we had a great year overall. So many teams would, you know, trade to be in our places. Oh, yeah, sure. But, like, for sure. to us, we talk about it. We had a great year. But yeah, but it wasn't we, a year to our standard. It, it you know wasn't what, I mean? what we wanted. So, like, going into season three, like, what do you think are some of the things that we have to – improve on and like where do you see us
0: at, at at the end of the year i feel like this year i feel like uh last year we started off in the tip off was mm-hmm. on the popper i was on a slasher uh i'm pretty sure scready was at a, the two and not the three and then he was vice versa yeah so we had a totally different lineup and we won it we won it off iq yeah. tip off you only got two three weeks to practice you don't really know much about the game they they were sending patches before we even played. They had patched the slasher. They changed the uh slashing, the posterizer to a silver instead of a gold. So we just went out there, and we just played off IQ, and we won it. But, like, this year, I feel like if we can lock in and we can figure out our positions early, because that's the reason we why we went in the slump. Yeah, We had started switching the lineup because we didn't know what we wanted to do. We didn't yep. know who wanted, who was going to start. We didn't know much. We knew we was a good team, and we knew if we was losing, it was a reason. Yeah. So we were trying to switch it up and, and we got a hold to where it was we, we we had to stick with this one lineup and just go with it. And you know what I mean, we won the tip off, went right back to the finals for the next tournament, went to the quarterfinals the next tournament, and then we went to the finals again. Yeah. yeah. So and that's with all of us not even knowing what position we was gonna play. Yeah.
1: And with this year, I think we're pretty set on like uh positions, like we have a lot of right. Uh, consistency right now. So for you, uh you're making a transition. Uh, you're going from the four to a lockdown. Like right. how, how have you enjoyed that transition? And what do you think you bring like to the table as a lockdown?
0: It, it doesn't make me a never mind of what position I play. Me and Steve's had talked before I even got here. A lot of people knew that I played big. I could play the five and I could play the four. And I remember me and Steve talked about it. And I was telling them which, what, what position would you uh, prefer to play? And Steve's like, I don't care. Whichever we're gonna lock in for the four for the first set of scrims and we're gonna figure out which position is best. Yep. When I first got to Philly, Steve's wasn't here, so I was on center and Cass is at the four. And then when I got back, Steve's went to center and I went to the uh I went to the four and then uh Danny went to lock. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a week after that, I was on lock. <laughs> Danny was at the four, Steve's at the five. So I don't I don't think it really matters to me. You know what I mean? I just feel like whatever position. It's gonna make the biggest impact on uh, the defensive side. Last year, I felt like that four was a game changer, yep. and I and you know what I mean. If you played that four, you knew it was a game changer. When people played us, they watched where I was at every single moment. When we played in the finals, they fobbed out for a reason. Yep. Nobody wanted to play me because they knew that I was gonna I was gonna be a headache. Yeah. And I feel like the same thing is going to be this year. Yeah.
2: yeah. and But now they can't run away from you that much. Nah, you yeah. can't run. So yeah. try
0: that five out this year. <laughs> <So> we,
1: <laughs> we have a couple of guys in the chat that's been writing in here. I think I see one. What name. changes has he made from season two to season three as a, as a player? what cha- And this is from Gotti X2
0: what changes I don't think I think I'm still I think I still play the same I
2: know I I, like I came in
0: and y'all knew what type of play I was yeah. they knew I was very aggressive they knew I, I made they knew I was gonna make up for my mistakes if that makes sense yeah I do a lot of I, I make mistakes but my play like overshadows it last year for the first start of the season I was one of the worst shooters in the league but I also was number one in steals you know what I mean? So it it added up, and then the second half of the season, I was I I dropped to number three in the league, and then my sh- three point shooting went to 46. You know that's just that's just how it works. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a hit and miss, and I but I feel like this year the the biggest change would be like I'm more patient, and I know I know my role before I even tip off. Yeah. You know what I
2: mean? I don't think it's. Like, anything's really changed with your gameplay. Nah, like Obviously, you get you, you get better as the days go on. But, like, my thing with you that's, like, changed I could see, like, considerably is last season you came into Philly, like, looking for, like, something to prove. And that's fine. You were a new player oh, yeah. of the team. Like, you're trying to prove yourself. Um, this year, you don't really have that mindset that you're trying to, like, prove something because you're not. We know you're one of the best players in the world. We nah. know that, like, you're part of the family. You're, like... You're kind of like me where it's like we're not here to, like, prove anything anymore. Like, we're just nah, here to win. We, like, yeah, that you, you're like,
0: exactly right. Because when I came in last season, I felt like I I remember watching y'all season one and I was like, if I get on that team, it's going to be different. Yeah. This is what I'll do. This is what I'll do, 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 do. And then when you get to the team, it's like you don't even have to do all that. Yeah. Play well, your yeah. role. You know what I mean? Be who you are. Play your game. Make jump shots. Like. You know what I mean? It sounds easy. Yeah. It sounds easy. Everybody say, "Well, I can do what Brad did. Yeah. Well, why you didn't do it? <laughs> why you?" Didn't, everybody said, "Well, Brad needed the rim sharp. Well, why you didn't play on the rim sharp? Because yep. y'all clearly needed the rim sharp. If y'all record was so bad. <laughs> or even when you played on the rim sharp, you didn't do what I did. Yep. Me and Steve's broke the record, nine steals a piece. Why y'all didn't do that? <laughs> y'all broke the record in the last game of the season. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just to touch on that, like uh."
1: I think Brad definitely has a lot of like, he's a little misunderstood. Like, passion is something that's like I've always said. Brad's our our most passionate person, definitely. Um, and, and it's something like uh, he's a joy to have around. Like he's yeah. he's he's very like coachable. He's very like people don't think that by what they see, but like he's very very coachable. He's always asking like, you know, what do you think here? What like he's very very approachable as well, which is. Is definitely a big thing for me as well. Uh, Dirk in the in the chat said, "Can bread shoot better on two K twenty now?" Dirk, I'm gonna be honest with you. I definitely
0: can shoot better. It, so it's green. Yeah, Bread's he's, shooting way he's better been now. shooting
1: great. Uh, he's been one of our most consistent shooters. Yeah. Uh, throughout yeah. scrims, throughout preseason, and uh, definitely that's a huge element for us. And just touching on shooting again, uh, last year bread was shooting sixteen percent. I think through. It was mid-season. Yeah. It, it was very low. time and Brad shot, I had to get a box out. Yeah, or we were every time. <laughs> it was bad. Man. But, like, something that, like, made me – I'm not going to say, like uh, – that made me know that bread like, wanted to be here. He was here for the right reasons. He, he he cared about the team more than himself. I used to give him stuff all the time. I'd be like, Brad, like, come on, man. You got to hit open shots. Like, you're you're terrible at it. You, you're – if you're there a hundred times, you might make – I mean – 16, you're 16%. Um, but Brett would be down there for, I would say, like hours. six, seven hours at night, just shooting, shooting, shooting. And his
0: three-point percentage just skyrocketed. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, me and Cass, me and Denny would go down there. And uh, Cass wasn't the best shooter last year neither, no. so we would stay down there together. Adeniyi would start going to the slump, and we would stay down there. We was just labbing jump shots. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was it. We just make wasn't making jump shots in the beginning of the season, and then second half of the season started falling. So it was it? You know what I mean? When you get the feel of the stage, and when them bright lights come on you don't want to miss because you yeah. don't want it to be your fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think
2: that, yeah, now that that's you mentioned that, yeah, that, that's one of the biggest things, though, is that I always told, like, Jeff and the rest of the team, like, even at the beginning of the season when you were missing shots, you didn't, like, check out on us nah, like that. Hell like, nah, hell no. you could have been like, bro, I can't hit. I'm over this. Like, I'm done. Hell if you nah. missed a shot, you would get us, like, three steals for exactly. that next shot. So, like, I was what? living. I, remember I was Kai like, told you know me. what, I'm fine with that. I remember
0: Kai told me. Uh, we, I, we was winning at halftime, and I remember I was probably, like, I was probably like one at one for four <laughs> from three point line at half but I had like five steals and i remember somebody was like uh you need we need to hit open shots and Kai was like well, if that get a steal every time he misses I could care less <laughs> I don't think in my head I was like bro I need to make a yeah, shot yeah I need <laughs> to really be the best the two the the best two way player in the league but yeah. I, I just I'm not good at shooting yeah but
1: you're you're improving which is huge uh this is Bullwex who said How have scrims been going, and what are some challenges that the team might be facing with the new patch? Uh, I'll start out, and then I'll let these guys answer uh, for scrims. Like, I think we've been doing uh, very well. Like, we've improved. We don't really get into it with, like, wins or losses or anything like that. It's just, like, getting better and uh, preparing. Like, we're preparing for a tip-off here in, like, three weeks, so – our main focus isn't to win scrims. Our main focus is just to get better at the game everywhere possible. And I think that's why we've done so well in the tip off the previous two years and won it because we don't really get too down or get nah, too high definitely. about it.
0: I feel like when the Bright Lights come on, 76 is always go far. We always perform. I, uh, that's, you know,
2: the the rumor around like the 2K League community is that like they're scrim warriors. It's and definitely there's people boys. that show up when the bright lights are on. Um, and we're somebody who scrims don't mean too much to us. Obviously, you want to get better. Um, we're not going to do n- nothing, like, no front-running stuff, where in scrims we're just doing, like, dumb things that we wouldn't do on stage. So I feel like it transitions to once we get to the stage, we're still in, like, our same element. Nobody's, ah, exactly. f- nobody's freaking out. Nobody's worried. It's just it's natural. Sure. And that's why, like, I've always, like, you know, I've always loved you, like, being my duo down there at the four because, like, oh, yeah. When you and I are going, like it, you know, it's like oh, clockwork.
0: Yeah. Even uh, first game with the tip off, when I made that first shot, I was like, Yeah, this is it. You can't just hear the crowd, and I already like, I was just thinking in my head, like, yeah. we're gonna win. And I remember telling them the first interview they did with me, they was like, How you think? How, did, how far do you think we're gonna do? And I was like, We're gonna win it, and we won it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it's just it, it's just different. But like with this, like what we talked about with the scrims, uh, yeah, you know, we're gonna lose scrims, we're gonna win scrims. Uh, and you got to look at each day like at the end of the day when you look in the mirror like did i get better did i did i leave it all out there and if you could say those kind of things that you learned something or you got better that day then i mean that's what scrim is all about um the tough part though about the league is you only have roughly 16 17 games like something like that Mm -hmm. so when you go back to like talking about like when we change lineups and, and and things like that you anybody could think room. like yeah you don't have too much room for air that's why like there's so much, much thinking involved like okay if we have a bad game and we all get together after and we're talking about like should we change something in the lineup it's like we could change something in the lineup and it could we could work it could it could put us at the top or we could change the lineup and we could fold this whole season yep. and like yeah, most of the, the main time, thing going into it remember
0: yeah. when we was about to strip uh Swiss to the rim shirt yeah we was like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. This <laughs> I don't know us. if you should go on a rim sharp. Like you scoring out the corner. Yeah. We we're good. Oh, I don't we think need, you should go on a rim sharp. But it helped it yeah. helped the time. Yeah, and it was like, well, this this game it, you know what I'm saying? it favors you but so i think yeah. you should go on the rim short but
2: the, the thing is we don't have like like traditional basketball like we don't have that many games so there's not room for error like uh, each game off. means something yeah every
0: not game but i remember that first game we did go on that rim short we was like okay this is it yeah, yeah. This, this is it. <laughs> it didn't like, take it didn't take until the halftime yeah. no. it was like this this is it this yeah, is the lineup definitely. right here
1: we got another question from milo and i'll let you guys answer this uh what's the paint like compared to retail guessing it's much better well, uh, it's definitely not better. Who told you that?
0: <laughs> Somebody lied to you. Uh, the longer.
2: retail. So the retail version, nothing really goes in in the paint. Everything's like a contest. Unless and you dunk it. then on the league build, the paint. I feel like um, people get away with a lot more. That that that, that that's the best way to put it. Uh, next, next question. Yeah.
1: Um. We have another question. What is your all's favorite pregame meal or snack? Nerdy swag. Nineteen eighty
0: nine. When I'm in New York, me and Cass went to Luigi every oh, every yeah. pregame. The, it's the gonna be the same spot? thing this year. Yeah. I'm just not gonna have my guy with me, so I'll probably go going by myself. I'll go I, k-
2: to I'm you. not gonna lie, like especially if it's a big game, like t- I, I I can't eat that much.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I'm eating. I'm eating. I can't for some reason. <laughs> I'm i don't know.
2: I, I, don't I, I try. I try. Like uh, you know, i will drink some water and because I
0: eat I eat Luigi before the game, but then when we get there, I might I might door there or something. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta eat. I,
2: I gotta wait until after the game, and then that's when I just go crazy.
1: Uh, another question we have from P Y Y Y O U uh, R, breadwinner. Do you like tournaments or
0: regular season, playoffs, finals more? Which one do you but like? Which one make me the most money? Which is playoffs? Yeah, I don't. We care. We definitely care about regular season. We care about every game. We take we take our regular season games very very serious. You know what I mean? But when money on the line, money on the line. And we, when them bright lights come on, we always seem to, we always seem to go far. Yeah,
2: not one of us has left all of our families to come nah, here and lose. The, I like, didn't come here to like, play like, regular season. N- games. Nobody, nobody, nobody came to just get like just destroyed on stage. So I like, definitely we're here didn't here to come win. here to make base salary. Yeah, that ain't it. So, um, yeah.
1: Definitely have another question. Yeah, and that was Brad from the 2K League. So appreciate the uh, question, Brad. Uh, this is Bull X said. Is the studio closer to the train station? The new studio? Yeah, uh, it I'll is. Answer, to the crew. Yeah, yeah, it it's is. It's uh, it's a lot closer. It's a so lot closer. you don't have to go over the bridge this year. Nope. uh, it's right there. Everything's gonna be pr- pretty close. So we're definitely ex- excited. They definitely, about that. they
0: definitely did that for uh, for the reason. You know, what I mean, it took so long for us to get to the games. They wanted to do better, and they did better. Yeah. Uh, Mister User Pick just asked question for my guy Bread.
1: What made or inspired you to start playing 2K or video video games in general?
0: Uh like when I was younger, when I was younger, I would I didn't really play video games. We didn't have game systems. Uh you know what I mean? My cousins always had game systems, so when we went to their house, we would play games and things of that nature. But um uh I don't, I uh I used to live across the street from one of my best friends. His name was Jerry. And my guy, uh, Lonnie, used to live on side of us, and Diallo used to live across the street. And they had a game system, and we didn't. So it was like 2K8. Uh, now nah, they had they had to be 2K9 because Kobe was on the cover, right?
2: I played in 17. That was my very first 2K. Pretty
0: sure Kobe was on the cover, <laughs> 2K9. So, uh, yeah, then that was like the first 2K I played. I mean, we used to play Blacktop. We used to play Blacktop all day. And then, you know what I mean, I played. You know, no, I wasn't thinking much of it. I just played, and then, you know, I go home. It didn't make me no never mind. Yeah. And then eventually, I think for that Christmas that came up, uh, my T-Lady had got us an uh, Xbox, and then the first game we got was, like, street football. So it never was, like, big, big on, like, just 2K. It was just, like, we'll play it, but we was outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll play it sometimes, but we was really outside. Uh, but, like, getting into 2K, I broke my ankle uh, in, like, 2016. Uh, I had broke my ankle and then rolled to the finals that came out. And, you know, in my head, I'm just thinking, like, Money, you know what I mean? Money, basketball, I can do this. I got two thumbs. Anything with a basketball, I can play. And then it just went from there. So after I broke my ankle, I started playing the role to the finals, and then I just got into the comp scene out of nowhere. And then yeah. and it took off from there. Uh, we have another question from New Dini.
1: How many times have you all went to a so far this year? Only once. once. Only once. Yesterday and we went. Yesterday. Uh, We're got trying to, to not eat cat. out as
0: much as. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We have uh. We've actually been working out quite a bit. We're all trying ten to, days straight. Yep. Trying to get in better shape. We actually went and played basketball today. That yep. was fun. Played a little four on four at LA Fitness. Uh, me, bread, and Screddy went and played, and um, it was yeah. interesting. Screddy is
0: is very terrible. <laughs> at anything that does not pertain a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we—it's got to be the worst basketball player I've seen. <laughs> but Screddy, uh, he thinks he's clay, so I mean, he, he can shoot. He can shoot. shoot the ball. He can shoot open. Anything else? <laughs> Screddy ain't playing no defense. <laughs> Screddy ain't getting. Oh, you know, Screddy ain't getting back on Scready defense. Screddy not doing
1: nothing. Yeah, we're we're in some tough situations in defense. I think me and Brad were are the only two trying to play a little I'm trying defense. to play defense.
0: We are the only one scoring the ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's it.
1: We had a we had a a. Five-foot-nine paint beast in there. Yeah, he was definitely he a get paint off, beast. He had zero badges. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had one badge,
0: and that was like bronze post hook. <laughs> um, Dirk said,
1: all right, guys, uh, best of luck this season. Got to head out. Thanks, Dirk. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you coming through. Appreciate you, Dirk. Uh, Ramo said, I like how you all try to keep the same core over there. Uh, Ramo,
0: for us, yeah, like. That's big. Uh, that's the biggest thing, yeah. I feel like. I think it's huge. Coming in, you remember like coming in this season rather than last season? Like, I remember coming in last season, I, it was like, of course, it was four of y'all already here. So I felt like I was the only one that was like an outsider. So I just felt like if I had to fit in, boom. As soon as I fit in, we should go to the moon. Yeah. yeah. So, like this year, same thing I told Usain Tucker all you have to do is literally play your role. Yeah. We don't need it's no superstars in no. seventy sixes game.
2: It's and yeah, and, and that's what I've always kind of said. Like if you're coming to the league now, like trying to become a star, that's awesome. Like yeah. nothing wrong with that, but like you're gonna put your team at a disadvantage. I do not so, gonna go far. Teams have their their stars now and, and things like that. So you got to just find your role for each team, and then hopefully they see the value in you. At the end, of the oh year. yeah,
0: everybody say I play different now. I don't. I'm not. I don't play the same as I did before I got here. Of course I was. You know I would score the ball. I play. Di- I always play defense, but I was. Yeah. I would score the ball. And that's but now, that, you know what I mean? I don't have to score the ball as much.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something a lot of people don't – they can't transition from nah, that. Though. No, it's, nah, it's not point. easy.
0: So yeah.
2: many people want to be like stars right. for their teams, and when they feel like they're not getting treated like that, they want
0: out. I told, like, well, Ethan, yeah. I told Ethan, we won a tip-off. I was sitting in this corner for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We won a tip-off. What did I do? I, rem- I remember I don't think – I probably called like five cuts <laughs> in regular season. Uh, probably a little more Dude, than five, me, but, we'll, nah, but I was but not we'll, calling away. but it's like, <laughs> yeah, like
2: we all have so much chemistry and stuff like that, that it's like, there's no egos. Nobody cares about their nah, individual stats. We just, as long as there's a W at the end, like yeah, that's, all just, that, that all, that's all that, that's all the, matter. we exactly.
1: just want to win. And that's something that's like huge for me, like being around you guys and like understanding like how close we are off the game, because mm-hmm. I mean, we're always constantly together. We're in a oh, team yeah, house sure. We're we're getting like our chemistry's through the roof like just to be honest with you and I think it's something that's huge and uh we have another question that's why I always try my best to bring everybody together every season oh yeah like so for me like these guys uh I personally feel like we have top tier players um and we also get along yeah and we all get along like everybody sacrifices and that's something we talk about like at team meetings like sacrifice 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 and like not only are we sacrificing, you know, like you're sacrificing being away from your kids and your families, and like being here, but you're sacrificing like roles on the court that you're not accustomed to. Exactly, like, and that's huge. It's like a, a lot of sacrifice yeah. that
0: comes into it. And you can sit there and you can have, you can have six bad players and they all get along. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to make base salary and get along. That's fine. But when you have actually good players and y'all get along, you can't. You it's can't no that.
2: coincidence that like. No, like, the T-Wolf started out, like, terrible last year. Terrible. Like, and they know it, too. I've talked to Feast, Bear a million times, like... But they stuck together and just like every time, every chemistry. time
0: after they lost in New York, they were still together. Yeah.
2: And and so it's no coincidence that like they made it to the finals and we were there at the finals. It was a reason them, like the two top teams with chemistry. So it's like some of these people, they don't see that. And like all they want on their team is the most like soup on their team. Most they want super, they want all the superstars. That shit, load that them shit up don't work. And, man. you know, people decline interviews and, and try to just load up their teams. It and and that's fine. You know, if you all want to go that route, that's cool um, it comes back to bite you. It always does. And and that, that happens all the time. And, um, one thing that you know about the 2k league, especially when you got to live together throughout the whole year, like chemistry will, you will live and die by it. Like, Oh yeah,
1: definitely. And just, uh, get off 2k for a minute. Uh, I definitely want to get a, get a little understanding with you and like a little more about your background and a little more about bread. Um, you told everybody you're from uh, Louisiana. I'm from and,
0: Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yep. Yeah. So uh,
1: you definitely had to go through some tough times, and and it was something that was, I'm sure, very humbling, uh, very difficult to go through. If you can give us a little bit about like Katrina and like how that affected you, and uh, and how it's made you who you are today.
0: Oh yeah, Hurricane Katrina was uh, it was it was very bad. When Hurricane Katrina came, I was still living in Lake Charles. I remember I was living by, if you live in Lake Charles, I was living by the Civic Center. Uh, and we was living in like some small apartments, like L-shaped apartments. I remember we had a huge tree in front of it. And um, I just remember when uh, when when they told us that Hurricane Katrina was coming. Or, you know, of course, they told us that it was like Category 3, Category 4 at first. So, if, you know, you can stay home for those. You know what I mean? They usually tell you, like, go into the bathtub and put something over it. You know what I mean? It's certain ways you can stay home for a hurricane. It's not safe, but it's ways you can stay home. And my grandpa never left for a hurricane other than Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Rita, because they were the worst. But yeah, and then uh, I think like 24 hours later, they said it was a Category 6. And then, you know, Category 6, you got to evacuate ASAP. If you don't evacuate, you're going to get arrested. So then uh, we, had, we had went to Eunice, Louisiana at first, just to go, uh, just to leave. And uh, we was gonna spend the night in Eunice, and then after that, I moved to uh, Houston, Texas. And then I stayed there. It was me, my aunt, and uh, you know, I got a, I got a brother, I got a little sister, and I got an older sister, and then, um, uh, and then my, uh, my aunt, which is my mother, who raised me. She, uh, she has five kids herself, so it was, it was a lot of people in one, one, one apartment, a yeah. Yeah, three-bedroom apartment. It's not really fun.
2: Yeah. I wish, uh, like, one thing I wish. If I could, like, obviously, I know you now, Brad, and I love you to death. You're like a brother to me. But, like, I wish I could have known you, like, before all this happened, like, before Katrina, because I really want to know, like, have you been, do you think, like, do you personally think you've been exactly like how you are, like, how I've known you? I've all, I, I,
0: I, not literally, I've always been the same, man. I've always been the same. I never wanted to go out, you know what I mean? I go outside and stuff, but, like, to do stuff with my people. But, like, I never was a people person. I've always been like this. And, you know, I was just, I was just bad. I was just a bad kid, I just did bad stuff all the time. And my brother was like the good brother, he did everything good and he made good grades and I made bad grades and I did everything bad. It was like the devil and- The little (laughs) angel. Nah, no bull, that's how it was. And then, you know, after I had my first daughter, everything just flipped, you know what I mean? Me and my brother just flipped roles and I just went on the good path and he went on the bad path. And then now we just both on the good path.
2: What's something that you think that, like, where you are today, when you wake up in the morning, like, what's something you think you've learned or, like, that you've kept with you, like, through all that experience, though? Because, I like, here's here's what I'm saying. Like, when I was in Cali, uh, you know, when Katrina was going on, we saw all the commercials, all the, you know, the, oh, yeah, the hurricane right. relief. Like, they, you know, they want you, the Salvation Army's trying to send out help. Everybody's trying to send out help. And,. You never think that's gonna like if you're from like the West Coast, that's gonna direct you or that's gonna affect you like directly. But like now that I've known you and stuff like that, obviously you you know you mean a lot to me now. And it's like, what do you think like you've taken from that like the most, or like what's like a lesson or something like you because you lost a lot from that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: we we definitely lost a lot. It was it was hard, man. We went to we had to go to a whole other school. You know what I mean? Uh, At that time of Hurricane when Hurricane Katrina had hit, uh, I was living with my biological mama, and I I never really lived with my biological mama like that so when hurricane katrina hit i had only been living with her for a little minute but then uh when it hit i moved back with monty which is who i call my mother so it wasn't a big huge change but i had always went to a lot of schools i had literally probably been to 18 schools in my lifetime and i've been to multiple schools multiple times so when hurricane katrina hit it just made it worse because after hurricane katrina hit uh i moved to houston and i went to a, a school called bay colony and then um and then I moved back home after everything was settled down, and then Hurricane Rita hit, and then we had to move again. Then I moved back to Houston, and uh, I think I went right back to Bay Colony. And then eventually uh, we stayed we stayed there for a little while, and then a hurricane hit that. A hurricane hit in Houston. And I remember the trampoline was gone, the dog died and everything. Then we moved back to Lake Charles, and all of us moved. You know what I mean? My aunt was already living out there, but then – me and my aunt and my brothers and everybody we moved back home and then we moved to a place called software louisiana which is like it's like 30 minutes from lake charles it's like philly and jersey and then i went to uh another school so i had i had went to so many schools and my biological mom would like pop in and pop out so every time she'd pop in and pop out my auntie was like kind of like it was like too many kids it was like nine kids yeah. it was five of hers and then four of ours so it was like too many kids so when my biological mother did get on a good path we would move back with her for a little minute, and then she'd go back down the drain. Then we'd move back with my aunt. So I, I would just kept moving schools, kept moving schools, kept moving schools, and that's probably why I was bad.
1: Yeah, and that, I mean that's tough, like to go oh, yeah, through as well. Bad. And it, it definitely made you like who you are today. Like you're, you're an outstanding like teammate. You're an outstanding person, and uh, most of all, like you're a great dad. Appreciate and, uh, it. We talk about that all the time, like if we're not anything like we're at least going to be great dads like that's most
0: important yeah, especially when you don't have a father figure that's yeah. the best thing you could be yeah. you know it's hard to be a father figure when you never had a father figure but it's also very good you yeah. know what i mean cuz i i don't know a lot you know what i mean but i i feel like i know i know a lot of, i made a lot of mistakes so i feel like i know what i can do and i know what i can go you know what i mean mm-hmm. i can uh show her and teach her and I feel like that strives me to be a better person because I feel like when, uh, like, if I left my kids, I would feel like that was me when yeah. they left me. If that makes sense. Yeah, Every no, time I, I look understand. at my daughters, I feel like that's me. Yeah. Especially with my oldest, like, she just reminds me of me so much because you know, what I mean, that's that's just how it is. Yeah. No, and that I mean that's that's something
1: that's huge, like, and, and so respected by like all of us. Like, we respect it and like. Or displeased that you're with us as well because it means so much that man, y'all don't understand, man. <laughs> Seventy
0: six game, we like really a family. Yeah, like this is not no, this this is not no no game at all. I feel like season one, we was getting used to each other, and when after we got used to each other, and we understood people's personality, yep. we understood yeah. who to talk to like this, we understood who to talk to yeah. like that.
2: We talk to everybody differently. Like, yeah, the way that you and I different. talk, like, Same I don't talk, yeah, I don't talk you know to Scrady like that. I
0: like, yeah. yeah. we're, we're oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like – and we got – we're one of the older teams. You know what I mean? I feel like Ethan is just, is just turned 21, but he's 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 grown. Yeah. He don't act like a normal 21-year-old. Now, I mean, he have his moments, but he he don't act like that. No. Now, I mean, Scrady is probably – Scrady is what, how old? Scre- 21. Uh, 21. Scready, yeah, you know 21. what I mean? Scrady acts like a 21-year-old. Yeah. But yeah. – He's not very, very, very immature. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it's serious, it's serious. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like we all, we we old. You know what I mean? We want to win. We ain't old, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everybody we ain't feel like old. I'm 30, like, 30 years old. I just turned 23 <laughs> in December. Yeah. Like, I just, I I feel like I've been here before.
2: That's what it is. So. Like, yeah, I'm 25, but, like, I still compete every damn Everybody day. Everybody tells like, me uh, I'm, I'm 30 <laughs> years old. I just
1: turned 23 <laughs> in December. So we had, uh... We have another question. They said, uh,
0: how many children do you have, Brad? I have three girls. I had one when I was 16, and uh, me and her was together for like three years. Yeah. And then I had her. And then uh, I have two more, and I had a fiancé. That was my fiancé at the time. So we was together, and we was about to get married. So, yeah, three girls. My sister,
2: That's all. like she said, when it's my time to have kids, she wants me to just have all girls. <laughs> I just want a boy
0: before I leave. You know what <laughs> mean? Every man wants a boy before they leave this earth. You know what I mean? I love kids, and I always told myself when I was younger, I wanted a lot of kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I started. Granted, I started early. I didn't want to start that early, but you know what I mean? It just mistakes. You know what I mean? You just when you, you make mistakes, that's that's what happens to it. But I feel like you know what I mean? everybody be like, twenty, you're twenty three and you have three kids. But yeah, they taken care of. What does it matter? That's yeah. right. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. So. That's as long as matters. you're happy my and you're had, doing yep. <laughs> yeah. My father had 15 kids. Yeah. He didn't take care of not one of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but I, I've never seen somebody who is literally on FaceTime so much with their kids. And, oh,
0: yeah. And, I love – man, my daughters – my all three of them can call me now, so it's it's go time. Yeah. <laughs> Tanya the, couldn't call like like she could last year. She didn't really know how to work it. Now, Tanya called – blow my phone up. Every All of them. Millie called me. Millie, Millie probably called me. She called me a lot. A lot. Yeah, she, my, <laughs> that's my oldest. She called me off the iPad and
1: all. Yeah. Is there some more questions on there right now? Uh, there's no more questions. Uh, well, here we go. Uh, Lil Mac said, "How do you guys up uplift each other using film study? Uh, I'll start with mine, and then they can uh, say as well. So, like when we're going over film, uh, we definitely pick up a lot of stuff other teams do. Not fast. Um." Uh, I'm that crazy guy that's calling out, like, when they're about to run something, Thanks. yelling it out and, and kind of trying to, like, get in their head a little bit because we prepare so well. Brad, what is this kite really
2: calling out the whole time? When there's a timeout, what's kite saying?
0: What do you mean? What What's what usually the
2: problem with us? We talked about this last night.
0: What's the problem? Remember, Energy. Uh, we don't man. have enough energy. We don't have He'll energy. He'll tap me on his back. Oh my. Be a leader,
1: Brad. I can't stand Bro, it. Bro, love I love, so. He is, he, no, no. <laughs> we don't no. have energy. I have the it's best the story. Listen, I, I listen. I got the best story. Let's go back
0: to, hold on, wait, before you say that. While he's talking about film, I don't think I knew that I watched film as much as I did. I didn't. I really didn't. I think he thought I was just some just freak of nature, and I could just <laughs> play this defense how I play it, just without watching no film. I remember mean, when we first, when we was watching, uh when the tip out first happened and i remember texting kite and i was like kite was like did you watch that game i was like yeah i watched it twice already oh yeah i do really <laughs> and he, do and he was like you watched it twice and he probably thought i was bull until they actually tried to run play
1: i think
2: the the my favorite story and i told you this last night literally last night we just talked about this we were playing a game. I forgot who we were playing against, but we couldn't hit a damn shot in the couldn't beginning, and so nothing's going in for us. You know, they're scoring, however they're scoring the other team, and we just can't get a shot. It in was the a the Celtics game, yeah. and and Kites oh, literally, like we're all talking throughout the team, like trying to just like figure out what we're gonna do. And Kites behind us, just walking around, throwing his hands in the air, saying, "We have no we have energy. energy. We don't have, we have energy. energy. <laughs> That's what it is." <laughs> <laughs> and so, one, and you, so <laughs> we got, we can't have no energy. We can't get we a can't bucket. Make the f-
0: ball <laughs> <and> <laughs>
2: And so we call a timeout, and like, I'm, I'm like talking to Radiant and Brett. I'm like, okay, well, like, I think we need to do something like this, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then, like, Kite's like, we just have no energy. Like, that's what it is. And one of our first arguments, Kite and me, I said, I, I think I told him, I said, Kite, shut the f up. Like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> how this, would I was, you have energy? I was like, we just called a timeout, and you haven't said a damn thing besides energy. And I said, like, let's come up with something right now. And then finally, like after that, we started putting the ball in the hoop. Yep. And then it started. The ball started rolling.
1: Wait, and was, started, this
0: was, was this tip off? Was I was this? I don't know. This could have been tip off because tip off started bad. It, it started wasn't tip off. It, it was against tip-off. the Celtics. It, it, so <laughs> this, had yeah. the and, this had to be the turn. It had to be the turn. I
1: don't
2: know. No, no, because it wasn't in Vegas. It wasn't, in, or it wasn't in Orlando. Was this was a regular we season game. For it game. was
1: a regular season. You know what game it was? I know exactly what <laughs> yeah. game it was. It was the Kings game when we were complaining about the studio being cold. I was already frustrated. No, no, don't say we. You know, I was already it frustrated. It was not we. Yeah, the studio was. was cold. We were complaining about that, we. so I was already frustrated. Yeah. And that we piss me play- out, too. When we play the game, uh, sometimes like it is hard. I get their point. They're uh, They're kind of quiet, and, like, if things aren't going well, but I hate that. I hate hate when, like, we go dead quiet because then, like, it's a trickle effect, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And then, like, when we're quiet, instead of being down five – we're down 15. I feel like the thing with us, when we get yeah.
0: quiet, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, and we don't want to start bickering at each other, because if I say something, it's going to go down the line, and then just like in the finals. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. Well, some
2: of the things, there's nothing to say. Like, that one, I remember that specifically. It wasn't that we were doing anything wrong. Nah. We just couldn't hit a shot. We couldn't hit a shot. And yeah. so, and it's hard to tell people, like.
0: Yeah, we can sit here and be like, damn, Brad, make a shot. It's like, Feeny, what it's you, like, you like, doing? You know what yeah. I mean? What's, when? Now, if in our reality.
2: turnovers or something, right. that be like In reality, like, we're sitting there like,
1: Come on. So we're you know just I mean? missing we, shots. We've done this. that Different. before. I think I've done the energy talk uh, uh, probably, probably the, every game. Least 200 oh, probably yeah. every game. We did it one time. I don't uh, know how many times Kai has <laughs> tapped me on my back and said,
0: be a leader. <laughs> because Bre-
1: the reason well, I'm saying this to Brad. They're not scoring The reason I say this to bread is because Brad is our loudest. Mo- He'll talk loved. the most and if Brad's sitting there quiet,
0: oh, it's a, yeah, everybody it, else we, is quiet. We,
1: we Last year we had guys that uh, were very quiet,
0: except for you and Steve. Yeah, fact. at times
1: Radiant would talk, yeah. but like that stuff, like but, I, but it plays what a role. You, what
0: you, well, I don't think what Kite was understanding. We played the four and the five, so
2: it, there's so much, only so much we could do. You know but mean? the problem is, no, this is no, this is how it really went down. Like if you really want to know the logistics of what it's like on stage with seventy six GC, I'll tell you, it's usually Radiant, Kite. And yeah, bread, facts. all three, like, going at it, yelling at each other. Facts. Like, something's going on. And then I'm the middle man that's like, facts. listen, everybody shut up. <laughs> Deanie, you're facts. fine. Like, do this, do this, do this. <laughs> Screddy, you know, do this. Just hit your shot. You're going to be open. Facts. I was like, Radiant, you and I keep working this pick and roll. Bread, get us a stop. Mind
0: <laughs> you, mind you, I'm the most important player on defense. <laughs> Ethan's the most important player on offense, and Kai is a coach. So, of course, we're going to talk the <laughs> yeah, most. Yeah. every mistake he make on offense, I'm letting him know about it. Yeah. Every mistake I make on defense, he let me know about it. Oh, yeah. So it's, we sit there just, and I feel like, like I'm just trying to keep everybody sane. Because everybody's the ball, ball, freaking out. If somebody score on me, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> he don't score the ball. I'm, ah, <laughs> so we just, you know what I mean? We just go back and forth until so, as soon as he starts scoring the ball, and then I start getting stops, and then we like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. we and go. Let's me and go. Ethan talking to each other the <laughs> Then somebody say something about Ethan, I'm like, nah, shut up. <laughs> yeah. It's weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have a different, we definitely have a different vibe, and we have a different feel uh, with how we are, and like. Huddles or practice like uh, we're very blunt with each other. And very. I think that's uh, something that's, and that's been like that since because it well, it's yeah. not it's
2: because none of it's criticism. Like oh, we're not right. trying to like no. get, get on anybody about it. Like no. it, it's just we want to win. You, you
0: remember when I first got here What me and we were arguing about the most, he yeah. didn't shoot middies. <laughs> he no, shoot you thought he couldn't f- pass. Middie. You remember he that? couldn't shoot middies and he couldn't pass. <laughs> he either shot a three or he went to the basket. <laughs> and then now, what? 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 Yeah. What? Rating was doing the finals? We just watched the Kings game last night of the uh the the turn turn the uh, nah, no no ticket ticket turn was a ticket. And I swear he in shot at least fifteen Carolina. middies Yeah, he was just, he would crab He was shooting mities. Yeah, Screddy's I mean? in the chat and said we said he's quiet. Who quiet, Screddy? Screddy's definitely not quiet. He's quiet on stage. If Screddy's if Screddy's having a bad game, he's not gonna oh, look at that. He won't eye. say a damn word. He's gonna look at that monitor. He's not gonna say nothing. No, no, no. He's gonna that, be sitting there. That game that
2: Kite's talking about, yeah, he didn't want to mention, but that was Screddy, the one who was cold. <laughs> oh, I know. Before we walked down the stairs.
0: <laughs> oh no. No, before we walked down the there. He said, Hey bro, can I use your heat pack? He was sitting there.
1: Yeah, or or what was the game? Up, what was the Kai game? Was like,
0: Sit down. What are you doing? He Don't. said, I'm cold. I forgot what game it was. It was a
2: big one, like, to make playoffs, I think. Like, we had to clinch. And I, I remember before we walked down the stairs, we're all in the locker room area, and Stray goes, "I'm tired," and I'm like, "Bro, we're about to like we're trying to clinch playoffs right now, <laughs> you're tired? I was like, wake up! I'm I, sure that was the finals. I don't I don't know. It could have been uh, no, wasn't it, a was, I, it was no, it wasn't. If, <laughs> it, it, if it, was it was the finals, ones. I would have. you
0: definitely the tired kid. when we had that three hour well, I mean, yeah, tired. everybody was tired <laughs> then, but like, I'm,
2: no, this was like a clinching. One. I remember that during the season.
1: But uh, guys, uh, we're we're hitting our time here, so we definitely appreciate everybody coming through in the chat. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's out here. Um, we're going to be going live again every, yep, every, every Sunday, Sunday night, right. 9 p.m. Eastern time. We're definitely going to get Brett out here again with us yeah, because I, I think pre- there's so much more we can talk about. Appreciate uh, you t- coming out, bro. Yeah, right. definitely I'm, appreciate I got a lot of stories. <laughs> Brett, did you enjoy the podcast today? Nah, you, it was lit. I appreciate are, it. Are you glad you came out here?
0: Uh, sure. Sure? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and I know, like, one,
2: once the 2K League, once it's all said and done, you got to come out to Cali, too, because... You be in Louisiana and, and Virginia. I'm and a very boring person. Man. You don't want me to coming, to yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm. A, I
0: just you gotta see
2: come see Mama Steve's. You gotta come see the. Family. Oh yeah, you definitely <laughs> gotta be my family. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Y'all meet my, uh, my two lady, which is my auntie. Y'all yeah,
2: love I still gotta meet your kids. We still, I still oh yeah, for, sure. Them for, them for sure. For sure. Damn, I'm, I'm putting they, bread they, on they their probably, table, and I, and I haven't even met them. They' yet. supposed to
0: yeah. be coming up this <laughs> this season for sure. So
1: uh, yeah. Well, again, every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, we'll be going live. We'll have some more guests on, but we'll definitely have bread out here again. Remember on Tuesdays the pod will be live. Uh, we'll post those links to where it's live on Twitter. And then yeah, so we're excited that everybody was in here. We're definitely uh, appreciate you guys coming out. Next week when we post, please send us questions. Send yeah. us as many questions well, as or you some can. topics that you guys but want to, topics, talk, about you anything, want to yeah. talk about anything. Yeah, about anything because. Uh, it definitely helps us uh, move forward with the podcast. Course, yeah, because yeah, like we that. can start it. We can start it by ourselves.
0: You know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh,
1: but yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we're out.
2: How we going, guys?